You're listening to the Crossing DE podcast from The Crossing in Milton, Delaware, a community dedicated to developing devoted followers of Jesus. Hey, everybody, I'm Abby. Um, to, today we are in the book of John, chapter 6. If you would like, please um, grab your Bible or open your Bible apps. Turn to book of John, chapter 6, one, verses 1 through 15. Let's get started on today's lesson. An amazing story inspired by the book of John, chapter 6, verses 1 through 13. Let's set the stage. Jesus had been performing amazing miracles and healing people. Great crowds gathered wherever he went. So when Jesus needed a little time away, he crossed the Sea of Galilee with his friends. (sighs) He was probably looking forward to a quiet day on the mountainside overlooking the lake. But the crowds had followed Oh, you've got to be kidding me. Looks like thousands. Should we send them all away? No, I'll talk to them. Even though he was tired, Jesus welcomed the people. He could see the hunger in their hearts, so he sat down on the mountainside and began to teach them. I am the bread of life. Whoever comes to me will never go hungry. Through the heat of the day, Jesus kept speaking to the people. As the sun sank lower, though, people started getting restless. See, nobody planned to stay there the whole day, and everybody was getting hungry. Well, Jesus knew how he would provide a meal, but first, he spoke to his friend Philip. Where can we buy bread for all these people to eat? Philip's eyes widened as he looked down over the mountainside. There are thousands of people here. Even buying enough bread for everyone to have one bite would take more than half a year's pay. Feeding this crowd certainly seemed like an impossible job. Jesus' friends started to check around, trying to see if anyone at all had brought along some food. Now, imagine you are there, on that very same hillside. Early this morning, you heard footsteps and excited voices just outside your home. They say Jesus is heading for the lakeshore! Now, you had never seen Jesus, but you had heard a lot about him, so you begged your mom to let you go along, please. Please, please, please. It's not far. And she said yes, which is pretty amazing, but she wouldn't let you run out the door unprepared. Here, I've wrapped up some bread and fish for you. Thanks, Mom. So you grabbed the bundle, thanks, Mom, and ran out the door joining the crowd. When you finally reached the lakeshore, the crowd was a little overwhelming. But high up on the mountainside, you could see a man surrounded by a close-knit group of followers. Sometimes it's good to be little, so you make your way, little by little, uphill through the crowd. Excuse me? After a while, you were so close, you could hear Jesus. Anyone who hears my word and believes him who has sent me has eternal life. You slid under someone's elbow and found a place to sit on a little rock just a few yards away from Jesus. And all day, you listened. You weren't bored even a bit, because somehow everything Jesus said, it seemed like he was saying it just to you. In fact, you even forgot to eat your lunch. Oops, guess I am kind of hungry. Now you can see other people are getting hungry too, 
And Jesus has taken a short break to talk with his friends, and then you're sad because Jesus is probably planning to send everybody away to get their own food. But then a few of his friends start walking through the crowd. Does anyone have any food? Oh, you really want your bread and fish at this point. But as tired and hungry as you are, you know Jesus has been working hard all day. So you clear your throat, <clears throat> and then you say, I do. Great. What do you got? Five little loaves and two fish. Huh, not much. I know, but Jesus can have it. Well, thank you. Come along. You follow Jesus' friend Andrew right up to Jesus. Here's a boy with five small loaves of barley bread and two small fish. It won't go far in such a large crowd. Jesus turns and looks right at you. He can see you're hungry and that you've chosen to give up your lunch anyway. And then he smiles. <laughs> it's the best thank you you've ever gotten. He reaches out his hands and you give him your food. Then Jesus turns back to his friends. Have the people sit down. Jesus' friends exchanged surprised glances, but then they started gesturing to the crowd. All right, everyone sit down. Plenty of room. Like a slowly rolling wave from front to back, you see all the people sit down. Then, right beside you, Jesus takes your five small loaves of bread and two small fish, and he lifts them up to heaven. Father, thank you for this food you've given us. Then, Jesus takes the loaves and breaks them. He begins handing them out to his friends and to the people in the first rows on the ground. He does the same with the fish. You even get some of your own bread and fish back. Ooh, yum. You look around and you can see Jesus' friends still handing out pieces of fish and bread to the crowd. But this is way more than what I gave to Jesus. Soon? It seems like the entire crowd is eating dinner. Your own stomach is already full, and you still have bread and fish left over. As the people around you begin to finish their meals, Jesus calls his friends again. Gather the leftover pieces. Don't waste anything. You watch in amazement as Jesus' friends go through the crowd with large baskets. And sure enough, lots of people have extra bread and fish to drop inside. When the men finally return to Jesus, they've collected 12 full baskets of leftover fish and bread. That's impossible. But you know it happened because you saw it and because you've met Jesus. All right. Whoa. Didn't know it was that powerful. This is the lovely Julia, and she's going to help us today. And um, I am so thankful. Um, Julia, would you, um, what's your mom's name? Mom. That's my mom's name. That's amazing. I, so did you pick out your outfit today or did mom? I did. Yes. I'm a, I'm a little upset because I wish I would have wore my bib overhauls. That would have been awesome, right? We would have been twins kind of like. So um, well, did you like uh, today's story? Yeah. Yeah. It was a good one, wasn't it? It kind of made me hungry. Did it make you hungry? I'm hungry already. You're, you're hungry already? Well, it looks like your mom was a great mom and prepared you well for church today and gave you a sack lunch. Hey, could you see, could you open your sack lunch and let's see what's in there? All right, let's see what you got. 
I want to see what kind of good mom you are or you have. What is it? What is it? What is that? M&M's. M&M's for breakfast. You have the best mom. Wow. That's incredible. I tell you what, what would you say if I were to say, how about you open those up and I want you to go around and give every person one M&M. What would you say? I don't know. You don't know? Would you have enough? So maybe you should just keep them for yourself? Well, you can. That's actually going to be your prize today for helping me out. So if you want to, won't you put it back in the bag and we'll just set your bag here till we're done, okay? Thank you. Sweet. I love our story today, right? Uh, and how old are you? Seven. Seven. I have a feeling that the boy mentioned in our story today was seven. And I love this story because it fits so perfectly in this, in this uh, series, Like a Child. And uh, what a great example, right? This little boy? Yeah. And I think he was seven. And um, I think what I want to do is I want us to lean into this story like a child. Because Jesus said in Matthew chapter 18, Truly I say to you, unless you change and become like little children, you will never enter the kingdom of heaven. Okay, we better do this like a child, all right? Thank you for volunteering today. Uh, this is really going to be great. And I just think we should lean into the story and see what we can glean, okay? And uh, actually, Julia, one of the first things I learned about this story, which was kind of interesting to me, is this story, the feeding of the 5,000, is actually the only miracle of Jesus, other than the resurrection, that is recorded in all four Gospels, that's pretty cool, isn't it? Like Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, they all record this. And uh, because all four mention it, I think maybe this story is huge. And because it's mentioned four times, you know, if the Bible ever repeats anything, it means it's really important, right? Like 12. Like 12. If it, I mean, if it says it 12 times, it's huge, right? And so uh, here's the story. Um, that, you know, feeding of 5,000, all four, and let's not miss the lesson, all right? Um, so I actually think that this story, one of the reasons the, you know, four gospels record this story is because we can learn about some responses that'll set us up for a great life. Julia, would you love to have a great life? Uh-huh. Oh, Yes. And so, in fact, these responses, I think, are first responses that all of us as followers of Jesus ought to master at the beginning of our faith. We, we really ought to have these mastered. And so, the, hopefully, this will just be a review today. But I see four responses that will set us all up for a great life. Um, and so, we're going to look at those responses. Now, when you think back to your, you know, being like two or three, can you think of a first lesson that your mom and dad taught you? Uh, no, I can't think of anything. Yeah, sometimes I can't either. But I remember, like, when I was on a swing, I, I had my boat shoes on, and my mom said smile, but I didn't smile. I was just like, oh. while I was swinging. That was a great lesson, I think. Yeah. Hey, did your mom ever teach you to say, like, if somebody gives you a present, did she ever teach you to say? Thank you. Oh, so she did teach you something. I mean, dad probably didn't, but mom probably taught you that one. Or um, do you have any um, sisters? Yeah. 
Really? Um, two. Two sisters. Did your mom or dad ever teach you not to hit your sister? Yeah. Okay, that's a good one. That's a good one. What if somebody, what if you wanted to ask something for somebody, what would you say? Can I please have some of your snack, Lydia? Could I please have some of your snack later on? That is a, that's manners. I am proud of you. You must be such a great learner. I tell you what, let's review some four responses from this story that I have a feeling you already know, but maybe it would be a good reminder for all of us, okay? So the first response uh, that I think is ob- obvious in is let's be quick to say, I'll share. And and, uh, Julia, I would love for you to just help us remember this uh, by saying, I'll share, but like put it, you know, like throw out your arms like you're offering your lunch. All right, let's try it. I'll share. Okay, but you didn't do the motions. It's like, I'll share and, you know, hold out your hands. Let's do that. Huh? Yeah, but your tongue is like, okay. I kind of like that version, but... uh, this boy, this boy, our text tells us that Andrew uh, found this young boy and he brought the boy to Jesus and said, this boy has four loaves, you know, five loaves and two fish, but how, how you know, how far are they going to go, right? And I just love it because here's what I imagine. I imagine this seven-year-old boy being brought to Jesus and Jesus kind of looking at the young, young boy and saying, son, what's your name? And he said, Julia? Okay, well, Julia is an interesting name for a son, but let's, let's change the story. It's a, a seven-year-old girl. Oh, honey, it's so good to meet you. What's your name? Julia. Julia. And um, I see you have some lunch. Would you be willing to share your lunch so that I could do something really special? And, and Julia would say... Yeah. Yeah, but she would also be quick to say... What was it? I'll share. That's right. I'll share. I think that's a great, I think that's how we ought to be poised in life, right? As followers of Jesus, imitating Jesus, I think we ought to, all of us, be quick to say, I'll share. I'll help. I'll take that. Can I, can I give this? I'll share. I think, I think that's a good thing, right? So I think we ought to be quick to say what? I'll share. I'll share. That's right. Hey, by the way, that's how you love people? That's how you care for people? You know, the giving of yourself, the giving of your things to help and benefit others? And I think all of us ought to be so poised, ready to bless other people, so poised, ready to use, be used by God to help and bless other people. Uh, that's how you love people, right? So I think we ought to be really quick to say, I'll share. Yeah, but, you know, it helps us remember if you put the motions, right? I'll share. That's right, I'll share. Now, um, one of the opportunities that all of us have this morning with I'll Share is right back here. You're going to see, you know, the purple pinkish light on the back wall. Uh, Back here is the table that has, remember Austin told us last week of Move. It's a high school event happening in the summer. It's pretty expensive. And if you'd like to sponsor some of our high school kids, I think we have about uh, 30 of them poised, ready to go to this life-changing event. However, it's you know, a little over $300 per student. If you'd like to help offset the, the cost, I would love for you to respond. I'll share and grab an envelope. All the envelopes have different numbers. The idea is that you would fill the envelope with the dollar amount of the number on the envelope. You know, there's one through a hundred. 
Now, here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to grab envelope 13, and then I'm going to put a lot more money than that in the envelope. And here's my motivation. I want to confuse the daylights out of Austin. I mean, it's a good confusion, right? And uh, But so there's an opportunity I'll share. Hey, there's a second lesson here, and here's what it is. I think we ought to be really quick to say... Oh, that one, yes, that's a good review. I'll share. But I also want to say thank you. Thank you. I think we ought to be really quick to say thank you. And here's what, here's what I want to do. I want us to add this motion. Put your hand to your chin. And then, huh? Well, that's a great one. But I just, I kind of wanted to maybe lift it higher to the Lord. What if we did this? Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Try it. Thank you. A little louder. Thank you. Oh, that's perfect. And I think every one of us ought to be quicker to say thank you, right? And thank you to each other. I get this example from Jesus himself, right? Here's what our text said. Um, After thank you, Jesus said, Jesus took the loaves, gave thanks, distributed to those who were seated as much as they wanted. Jesus took the loaves and immediately, well, well, first he said thank you, right? I love that. It's the example of Jesus. In fact, Jesus' first response of seeing uh, the young boy say, Thank you. I'll share. Then Jesus said, Thank you. Thank you. That's awesome. We got it mixed up. Uh, yes, I did. I'm sorry. <laughs> Thank you. Now, by the way, that is an expression of worship, right? And I think you and I ought to be really quick at saying thank you, especially to him. Because here's the truth. Jesus is always present. He's always working. He's always providing. And you and I ought to be quicker at spotting it and saying, thank you. That's exactly right. You are a great learner. Thank you. Right? I love that. And when somebody gives us a gift, we're going to be quick to say, thank you. Thank you. Yeah. I like the quickness of that motion, too. That's how I'm going to do it from now on. Thank you. Hey, there's a third one, though. Uh, okay, have both ears open for this one, okay? I think we ought to be quick. Here's the third response. I think we ought to, you and I ought to be really quicker at saying, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. What do I want you to say? I'm sorry. Okay, I'm sorry. Did I give you that motion? I'm so sorry. That's not the motion I want you to learn for this. Okay, now you're demonstrating that you're actually smarter than the preacher. All right? Can you ball your hand in a fist like this, and I want you to rub it on your chest like this, and I want you to say as you're doing that. I'm sorry. That's right, I'm sorry. And it's kind of like you're rubbing to the bottom of your heart. I am so truly sorry. From the bottom of my heart, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Well, what did you do? Uh, Nothing. Nothing yet. Now, this is not specifically mentioned in the text, but I'm pretty convinced at the end of this story, there was an opportunity for somebody to say, I'm sorry. In fact, look at our text. Our text says this. Jesus said to Philip, where should we buy bread for all these people? You know, there's 5,000 plus. They're all hungry. Hey, where should we buy bread for all these people? He asked this only to test him for he already knew, he already had in mind what he was going to do, right? And look what Philip said. Philip answered him, it would take more than a half year's wages to buy enough bread for each one to have just one bite. 
Now, here's the deal. 5,000 men, plus all the women, plus all the children, there's a huge crowd, right? Jesus already knows what he's going to do, and he says to Philip, hey, Philip, Philip was actually from nearby that area. So Philip would have known where all the local eateries are. He knows where all the restaurants are, right? Hey, Philip, let's feed them something. And Philip's response, did you like Philip's response? Uh, is it, I'm sorry? Well, he sh- well we're going to get there. Philip basically responded, what? Really? This is crazy talk. You, wanna, you want us to feed these people? It would take more than $30,000 to just everybody just to have one bite. Come on, Lord. Send them away. But after Jesus did what he did, there would have been an opportunity at the end of the day for Philip to approach Jesus and say, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. And I, I think at the end of the day, he probably did. I think maybe he approached Jesus and said something, hey, uh, Lord, I'm sorry. I'm sorry I was too quick to respond. I'm sorry I kind of reacted without thinking. I'm, I'm sorry I didn't trust you. I'm sorry I doubted. I'm sorry uh, my thinking was too small. I'm sorry I leaned into my way of things, not your way of things. I'm sorry. I, I was a bit angry myself. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Isn't that a good one? Hey, listen. If you ever realize you're the reason... <laughs> Maybe you've hurt somebody, you doubted somebody, you offended somebody. Would you, leave, would you be really quick to just go to them? Jesus said, just go to them one-on-one and quickly say, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. From the bottom of my heart. Because people are more important than things. Amen? Amen. Amen. And it's about loving people. It's always about loving people. It's not about loving possessions. It's not about loving our programs or our procedures or our policies. It's always about loving people. Amen? And when you go to say, I'm sorry, I'm sorry you are communicating that you love them more than the thing that upset you. Amen? Can we do one more? Yeah. I think, uh, well, let, let's review. Just make sure they all got it. What was the first one? We should be quick to say. Uh, I'll share. I'll share. Perfect. And then I think we ought to be really quick to say. Thank you. Thank you. And really quick to say. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Let's do one more. I think we ought to be really quick to say, wow, Lord. Wow, Lord. You try it. Wow, Lord. That's right. Kind of like a cheerleader, like, yes. Try it again. Wow, Lord. Wow, Lord. Uh, that's exactly right. Look at our text. Our, our text said this. When they, had, uh, they all had enough to eat, uh, they gathered the pieces that were left over. Uh, you know, Jesus told them, let nothing be wasted. And look at this. 
So they gathered them and filled 12 baskets with pieces of five barley loaves left over by those who had eaten. You know, one for each of the disciples, right? And I know that his disciples responded with a... Wow, Lord. Wow, Lord. How about if you look at that camera right there for all of our, you know, viewing audiences at home and show them again. Wow, Lord. That's amazing. And I think we ought to be quick, right? Wow, Lord. By the way, that's an expression of worship as well. And that's how we communicate. We love you, Lord. We're so grateful, Lord, right? We appreciate you, Lord. Wow, Lord. I think daily, multiple times a day, we ought to see, because he's always working. He's always providing. Wow, Lord, right? I look at this story and I'm like, wow, Lord, when you provide, you provide. Wow, Lord, you always provide more than we could ever ask or imagine, right? Wow, Lord, you took my little and you made so much. Wow, Lord, your plan was perfect. Your provision was outstanding. Your power is a is amazing. Your compassion in this story is amazing. Wow, Lord. You know what the biggest wow for me in this story was this? The biggest wow, Lord, is 5,000 plus, like maybe close to 10,000 if you counted them all. And you know what amazing, the, it amazed me the most? My biggest wow was this. Wow, Lord, in this story, here's why it's mentioned four times, I think. In this story, the Lord provides us the perfect pattern for ministry. The perfect pattern for ministry. And think about it. Jesus told his disciples, looking at the 5,000 plus, he said, hey, go feed, the, go feed all the people. Uh, you know, feed my sheep. By giving to them what you get from me. That's the perfect pattern for all ministry. And all of us are involved in ministry. And when Jesus says, feed my sheep, care for people, it, it, it ought to be us giving to them what we received from him. Amen? And so when it comes to sharing with your children, hey, share with them what you received from him. Or your spouse, give your spouse. Give to them what you received from him. Or your students or your players or your flock. Or, or when you're caring for people, just give to them what you received from him. Amen? So, just to remind our audience, could, could we review all four? The first thing we need to be quick to say is? Um, I'll share. Thanks. I'll share. And then we need to be really quick to say? Thank you. Thank you. And then be really quick to say? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. And then the last one? Wow, Lord. Wow, Lord. <laughs> Absolutely. How about you run over and sit with your mama, and she's going to have a big hug. Oh, yeah, they're right over there. See them? Right over there. Very good. Take your lunch. What a perfect breakfast. I usually like closing message time with a prayer, and I want to close with a prayer. And here's how I want to start. I want to ask you to pray with your eyes open today. And I'm just going to lead through some motions and be very silent. And as I go through the motions... I might even ask you to do the motions. As we direct these motions in our personal prayer, 
to him. Lord Jesus, four times you gave us the story to get our attention to teach us some valuable things. And wow, to know that unless we become like little children, we'll never even enter the kingdom of heaven. Maybe we're really quick with these responses. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Thank you for listening, and don't forget to subscribe. For more information about The Crossing, visit thecrossingde.com or download the mobile app on the Apple App Store or Google Play. Music for today's podcast is from artist Sounds Like Sander, under license from soundstripe.com.